Alrighty, welcome back to Full of Joy podcast, episode number 64. This is your host, Francesca Borman, and I'm so excited to be recording this podcast. Oh my gosh, this is going to help so many people. I'm manifesting that right now. This is the podcast episode that you've been needing. This is the exact podcast episode I would have needed a few months ago. Oh my gosh, if you're ready to hear it, open your ears, open your heart, and I hope that you can let this podcast episode guide you, guide your soul, and lead you to healing, lead you to changes, lead you to growth. It's going to be beautiful. I just feel it. I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode, and I'm doing the Wonder Woman pose. This is actually something I learned in my mindset coaching certification, is to literally like take your hands, put your hands into fists, and then put your fists on your hips on either side, and like stand like Wonder Woman. And it literally sends, it's like body language, you know, it literally sends signals to your brain that, yeah, signals of like confidence and strength and like posture and like I'm a badass. So that's how I'm sitting right now, you can picture it in my Aritzia bodysuit and my Forever 21 mom jeans. <laughs> and that's how I'm sitting to just kind of bring the vibes today because this podcast episode, I know it has so much power. I know these tools I'm going to share have so much power. They've changed my life. You guys, I know your life naturally changes, but these tools and, and the stuff I'm going to share with you today literally allowed me to change my life, to make my life more fun, to make my life more enjoyable, to help me experience my life in a more open way, to help me experience things I want, to help me get things that I want and things that I truly desire. It's it's helped me just open, be open to abundant possibilities. So if you're ready to change your life, this might be where it starts. So that's the energy we're bringing today. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So yeah, before we get get started today, um, I hope you're all having an amazing day. I just ordered Panera Bread pickup, so that'll be here soon. I'm dying. Okay, if you guys follow, this is a quick tangent, but if you follow my Instagram, if you follow my, <laughs> so funny. If you follow my Instagram, so the other day, okay, let me back up. I have been just chatting more and just seeing more chat about screen time and like phone scrolling screen time. I've seen people chat about it on TikTok. Um, I chat about it in my own life with my husband and, and whatnot. And um, yeah, I've just I've seen people include it in challenges recently to like lower their screen time. And I will say, I honestly I'm I honestly don't have that like high of a screen time and it's not for any reason it's just that I purely am not on my phone that much and I know that that's kind of not normal and I'm a bad texter because of it I miss things because of it I'm always late to group chats I just am not it's weird I'm not on my phone that much <laughs> for someone who has the job that I have I don't know how I do it <laughs> but I'm just I'm just naturally not on my phone that much so I have like a lower screen time, but well, to me, it's still, it's like usually about two hours a day. Anyways, regardless, two to three hours a day. Regard, ear, what is it? Regardless, it's not irregardless, it's regardless, right? Regardless, I've just been seeing more of that chat. So I just was like, you know, this is something I kind of want to be part of the conversation. So I was sharing my screen time. This is such a long-winded story. Anyways, I was sharing my screen time on Instagram the other day because I wanted to start having a conversation about it. 
And I was like, um, if I could offer some type of coaching or some type of, of masterclass or something or or something to help you lower your screen time, because I know it is a problem for a lot of people, um, would you want that? So I was just talking about that. Anyways, I screenshotted my screen time and shared it. And it was so funny because the day I shared it, it was like a Sunday. So I had like 30 minutes on Instagram, 30 minutes on TikTok, and then Panera Bread <laughs> was the other app that I spent the most the most time on was Panera Bread. And I was dying. So many people messaged me and were like, <laughs> like my sister messaged me and she was like carbo loading. <laughs> But um, I ordered Panera Bread for some of our friends, our, not our friends, my freaking sister-in-law had a baby. So we brought Panera Bread over to them. Anyways, I literally just ordered it again. I'm at my parents' house recording this and it's right next to Panera and I'm hungry. So I ordered it for lunch, but it's so funny. That just keeps coming up. I honestly don't love Panera Bread that much, but it just keeps being a part of my day. <laughs> so It was just so funny. Like of all things, like Panera Bread registered enough that it was on my screen time. It just was so funny. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho, I don't even know what, how I got into that. Oh, yeah, just because I just ordered it. So, yeah, so that's what I got going on today. So, yeah, I'm in a really good energy today. I feel good. I'm super excited. I have a lot of fun things going on in my personal life. And I just feel good. And I honestly just feel super aligned with my business and my online business, meaning my YouTube channel, meaning my podcast, my coaching business, um, and just my community. It just feels really aligned. And I got to be honest, I'm just going to, I guess I could share this. Um, I think it was January or February. It was January or February. And oh, wait, I, I can figure this out. Um, maybe it was December. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, I was feeling very unaligned with my online community. I just felt so unaligned. And the reason was because I was working through this and now I've worked through it and now I get it. But what was happening was I started my social media just without any type of plan, without any purpose, just as kind of something to do. I kind of just thought it was something I should be doing. I didn't have anything else going on. I've, I've talked about this before. I think it was my first podcast ever. I kind of shared the whole story of what was happening when I started my YouTube channel. But I was working in, in makeup and I was working at Alton Sephora and, and having my own freelance makeup business, like doing weddings and stuff, enjoying it. Um, but my sister was, you know, really successful on YouTube, always has been. Well, you know, she grew and, and has been really successful for a really long time on social media. Um, so yeah, that was just an example that I saw. And obviously, um, yeah, she made it look so fun and doable and she really encouraged me to try it as well. So anyways, when I started my YouTube channel, I was really young. I think I was 20. It was seven years ago. I'm 27 now. So I was 20. And yeah, I just, yeah, didn't have a plan. I didn't, didn't picture anything that happened in my life. Didn't picture it going that way. I was going through a totally different time in my life. And yeah, I just never would have thought we'd be here. But here we are. So anyways, I was so yeah. So in that, I really started, you know, my content was focused on lifestyle. It was home decor. It was lifestyle. It really transitioned from kind of not knowing what I was doing on YouTube to I really kind of found my groove in home decor, in lifestyle vlogs, just kind of sharing my life, sprinkling a little bit of joy in there, sprinkling a little bit of vulnerability in there. Um, and I really just kind of found my groove and where I fit in and, and my community. And it was very lifestyle, casual YouTube vlogs, sharing on Instagram, some home decor, sharing some outfits, Amazon finds, blah, 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 kind of stuff like that. Just 
really casual. So in my own personal life, I started to really do a lot of mindset work. I started going to therapy and working with mindset coaches and, and went through so many transformations. So that ended up leading me to want to become a certified mindset coach, which I did last year. I got certified through Yes Supply. I'm a certified mindset coach. Love it so much. Best decision, best decision I've ever made. Anyways, so in that whole transition for me, or transformation kind of in my personal life, I naturally wanted to share a lot of that online because that's what I've always done is just share my life online. Um, so naturally, I started talking about mindset. Naturally, I started talking about self-growth and self-trust and self-discovery and, and goals. And, and all of a sudden, I know how to create goals. I know how to hit them. And all of a sudden, I just crossed off a bunch of goals. And, and all of a sudden, I just... I realized my power and and yeah, I just I felt so knowledgeable and I felt so called and I felt so good about coaching. But it honestly wasn't received that well with some of my community online. Like everyone of course is, you know, my, I love my community and and you know, I just I just was really open to feedback. So I started to get pretty consistent feedback being like, "Hey, I love ya. Love your content. Love just so happy for you." But I just miss your lifestyle stuff. I miss your blogs. I miss your home decor. I miss your Amazon finds. Like, I want to see more of it. And for me, so I was like, I, I'm sharing so much. I'm putting so much of my energy, my work energy into my mindset stuff, but no one wants to see it. So I felt so like, what do I do? What did I do? Like, I spent seven years building this community who now isn't aligned with my true purpose like I kind of spiraled a little bit and and I remember I called my assistant who I love absolutely adore her I'm so thankful for her literally manifested her she's a gift from the gods I love her so much and I called her crying and I was like Mackenzie like I'm crying like I just feel so unaligned and I absolutely love my job and I love this community and I want to serve them. But like the energy that I have and the ideas that I have are not what they want to see. And like, I love them and I want to keep them around. And like, they've like, you know, like my community has given me such an amazing platform and I've had so many incredible opportunities and I love my job. And I just feel so unaligned and I don't know what to do because I also like the type of content that I consume is lifestyle content. It's casual things. It's random girls on YouTube sharing their life and sharing what they find on Amazon and going on trips. And then it's also I follow coaches. So I'm like, how can I be both? And how is that going to be OK with everyone? And like I was really trying to please everyone and I just didn't know what to do. And I felt so confused and I had no clarity. So working through that, letting myself cry to my assistant and yeah just felt so unaligned and and really just allowing myself to feel like to get the feedback and allowing myself to experiment on my social media I ended up gaining a lot of clarity and me and my husband were driving back home from Florida we went I think this was we went to Florida over the holidays and when we were driving back home I just got a ping of clarity and it was like create a separate Instagram I literally created it right there in the car driving home so yeah, so now I'm in this space where I have my dedicated Instagram following that is dedicated to just casual lifestyle, home decor, Amazon finds, whatever, like whatever, matcha, morning routines, whatever it is that day. And then I also have my dedicated space through Coach Francesca, through my separate Instagram, where I can talk about mindset and I can, I fully feel like I'm serving some of the same audience in a whole new audience. Um, so yeah, so that I kind of forget why I even started telling that story, but 
there's been a whole long journey to get to this point. I think this is where I was going. There's been a whole long journey to get to this point of like, yeah, learning so many mindset tools and really leaning into them and really embodying kind of, um, yeah, so many things that I've learned. So in this podcast episode today, I want to share so many things that I've learned and how I use these tools to support me in my life, how I use these, how I've used and how I'm continuing to use so many mindset tools and habits and rituals to support me in growth, to support me in transformation, to support me in experiencing more joy and clarity. And yeah, I think just to support me in supporting my soul's experience here on earth. Um, so yeah, so there's there's quite a lot to get into today, but I just um, want you to know that my intention of today is to support you, and I hope that you can get some inspiration from this podcast episode, or maybe get a new idea, or, or if something sparks an idea in you, or a creativity, I encourage you to take that, take from this episode and make it your own. Um, and yeah, and just know that, yeah, my intention is always just to encourage you to create more joy in your day. And I hope that this helps you with that. So in today's episode, I really just wanted to talk about rewiring your mindsets and mindset habits and kind of my current favorite mindset routines or even mindset hacks um, and how you can use them. So First, let's talk about rewiring your mindset. You could be like, what the hell is she talking about? What is she talking about? <laughs> so rewiring your mindset is a concept where if I would have hear, heard that like a year ago, I'd have been like, what do you, what do you mean? Like you're like going to like take like, like the game operation and like rewire things in my brain. Like, no, 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 not at all. So if you were to think, so your brain just naturally has like neural pathways. So like think of it like a path on a trail. It's constantly walked, constantly walked, constantly walked. So like that pathway is like really worn in, really worn down. And it's like just the natural path you're going to take. So all of us have so many different neural pathways that we have created in our minds. And that is how we create thoughts in our head. That's how we think. That's how thoughts are formed. Um, and our thoughts are how we experience life, right? So you have created probably so many neural pathways in your mind um, that creates the way that you think. So when you, let's say you always believed in um, kid warning, let's say you always believed in the Easter Bunny because Easter's coming up. Let's say you always believed in the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus, whatever it is, Tooth Fairy. Let's say you always believed in that. But now as an adult, you don't think that right, right? So when you were a kid and you thought Easter Bunny, you would think, you know, like the little paw print, the little like paw print marks that the Easter Bunny leaves and you would think Easter basket and you would think bunny and you would think like magic and I can't wait to see my Easter basket or whatever. But now as, as a human, you, or not a human, now as an adult, your first thought when you think Easter bunny could still be Easter basket, but it's not going to be like that you believe that, that there's a bunny, <laughs> like a big bunny coming and bringing you Easter basket. You know what I mean? So, so your neural pathways can really easily change just when you change your mind. Um, so 
in that there are probably a lot of neural pathways, at least I experienced this for myself, there are a lot of neural pathways, paths that I always took with my thoughts, paths I always took in my mind that didn't serve me. Neural pathways that would lead me towards anxiety that would really um, kind of let me struggle with my anxiety, but kind of let me, what is that word I'm trying to think of? Like, oh, I can't think of it. Indulge, really indulge my anxiety or indulge, um, yeah, something really uncomfortable like that. So I experienced a lot of neural pathways that were holding me back, that were limiting me. But through some of these tools, I was actually able, even just on my own, I was able to do this on my own, but also guided with coaches and things, able to rewire those neural pathways to then lead somewhere else lead me to new thoughts to the point where that path is not even there anymore that path that was so worn in that path that is so worn down that's constantly walked on that i constantly took it's literally not there anymore i can't find it i can't take it that's just not the way my brain thinks anymore that's not the way it's wired anymore so that is what I mean when I say you're rewiring your mindset. Um, so I've experienced that with a lot of different things. I'm sure there's a lot of different ways to explain that and, and better ways to explain that. But that's kind of how I experience it. Um, and I, I am always doing more research on that. And if you are someone who's really into these type of things, I'd love to talk about it more and learn more. I'm a student of everything that I talk about. Um, but yeah, so... That's what I mean when I talk about rewiring your mindset is that you can literally change your neural pathways to be more supportive of you, to help you, to help you perform better, to help you um, move through emotions better, to help you serve yourself better, to help you in your relationships better, to help you at your job, to help you uh, reach your potential, to help you have more fun, to help you have more joy, to help you have more peace. You can, you do have power. You have... It's called neuroplasticity, and it, you can actually do something to help your mind support you more. So some of the tools I'm talking about today are ways that you can actually do it, and you can actually do it on your own. And it's beautiful, and we all have this power. We have no limits. We all have this beautiful power to help ourselves. Um, yeah, so obviously I am not a doctor or a researcher or anything like this, Um so when I'm talking about this stuff, I am a certified mindset coach and I'm certified in a lot of different techniques like um, neural energetic wiring, neural energetic encoding, hypnosis, um, EFT tapping, emotional freedom techniques, and, um, and, and just being a mindset coach. I, I am certified, but that being said, I am a student of everything that I learn and I'm not a doctor and I don't have uh, all this research under my belt, but I just know these things to be true because I have experienced them. Um, but of course, like I said, I'm always researching more, but let's get into it. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to have like a fun and just kind of let this be, you know, a introduction to some of these tools because I would have loved to have kind of an introduction to these tools. Um, you know, just, just a year ago, I would have loved to have something like that. So I just want to make this super attainable for, for everyone. Like even if you're just starting out kind of your mindset, um, journey or, or yeah, self-discovery journey, this is, this is for you. And I hope this is very like, uh, yeah, introduction and, and comfortable for you. And I hope, yeah, I hope that you feel like you could actually take these tools. So let's get into it. So first kind of change or first habit 
that I really brought into my um, life and lifestyle and, and really like integrated into my mindset is I always, always, always remind myself and it's on my vision board is small changes, big results. Small changes equals big results. Because in this growth journey that I've been experiencing, there's a lot of growth. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of change I want to see happen. There's a lot of goals that I have that are big. And it can feel like, well, I got to change my whole flipping life to be able to reach this result. But actually, it's those small changes. It's small decisions. It's small daily habits. It's small thoughts that I have recurring to myself every day that like, something as small as like, I'm allowed to have fun, or I am capable of this, or I do have the support or whatever it is like this is meant for me. Just those small change. It can be as small as an affirmation like that. Small changes equals big results. So I just, I just think that all of us have the potential to live a really beautiful life, no matter what, no matter, no matter what. And for me, personally, my soul has been experiencing a lot of changes and and honestly, big results. I've experienced a lot of big results. And now kind of seeing the work that I do now to experience that work in the form of a result, I really see that it is those small changes. It is a weekly or a daily habit. It is intentional time, either intentional time with myself, intentional time working out, intentional time with a therapist, intentional time planning. It really is just small changes that have brought me big results. So that is the mindset that I have in new goals, in new changes that I want to make. And I talked about this in the last podcast episode, but you can go to your goals, you can go to the things you desire, you can work towards, towards your future slowly you have permission to work on things slowly and to go at a slow pace. Um, I think there's some pressure and different things in your environment that could be like, you got to be there now. I got to get there now. Someone's there now already. They're already there. Like, I want to get there. But you are allowed to take things slowly because when you are manifesting, when you are desiring a big change, a big result in something that's calling a lot out of you, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and then implemented and integrated into your life and into your identity that needs to happen. There's a lot of work that needs to happen for you to make that big jump. Um, and there's tools that help you, like I was talking about, like rewiring your mindset to help support you and get there um, in like the most whole way there's tools for it and there's tools to help you get there like you will get there but it is okay to get there slowly you know like yeah it's kind of a tangent I could go on there but yeah small changes big results and it's okay to go towards your results slowly okay so um another kind of favorite mindset um hack kind of that I've been using lately is just called something really simple mental rehearsal mental rehearsal Oh my goodness, it works like that. It works so quickly, works like a charm. It's crazy. Okay, so mental rehearsal. So let's say, let's say um, you have this goal that you want to work out this week. You want to work out every this week. You want to go down into your basement or you want to go roll out your yoga mat or you want to go to the gym and you want to work out this week. So 
yeah, you could have the best intentions, but let's be honest, life is life and motivation is not always there. (laughs) And you're going to be tired and you're going to be annoyed or it's going to be cold or it's going to be raining or whatever and you're not going to want to go do it, right? So rehearse in your mind, have that mental rehearsal, what you're going to do when those feelings come up, what you're going to do when you're like, you know what? I don't need to go today. I'm human. I'm tired. I want to stay. Mental rehearse with yourself what you're going to do. Are you going to go outside and take a breath of fresh air and be like, you know what? I got this. Are you going to do Wonder Woman pose like I was talking about? What is your mental rehearsal? Are you going to say, you know what? No, I have goals. I'm going for it. I'm going to say yes to myself. Or is it like, I'm going to grab a coffee and make it fun. I'm going to grab an iced coffee on my way to the gym and enjoy it for my 20 minute drive on my way to the gym and I'm going to go to the gym. What is your mental rehearsal? Or is it just, you know what, I'm going to call my friend because she's going to motivate me and she's going to say, you better get your butt to the gym. What is your mental rehearsal? Rehearse ways to support yourself in those moments. So I used it. um, Honestly, I I used this tool for the first time the other day and it changed the game (laughs) for me. I literally used this for the first time the other day and I had to share it here because it worked. It worked like that. Honestly, I don't know if it, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know if it's having a plan. I don't know if it's actually visualizing yourself getting through that problem, getting through kind of the hump of it. Um, but when I felt the feel, I, I don't remember exactly what I was, I think I was just trying to stay productive and focused that day. Yeah, that's what it was. I just wanted to have a productive day. Um, and I was, okay, like when I lose focus and whatever, and it's like, it's not lunchtime or it's not whatever, I just lose focus. I said, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to take a breath of fresh air. I think I said, I'm going to get a water and I'm going to step back down and do it. And I did that. And I just, I, once those feelings of like, I'm tired, like I'm done for the day came up. I literally was like, I'm going to go outside. I went outside with my dogs. I got a water. I got a break. I took a breath of fresh air and I literally was ready to go focus again and be more productive and get work done. Like it was just a day I had to get a lot done. So it worked. (laughs) And so, yeah, I just encourage you to try it with whatever it is. Even if it's having a tough conversation or even if it's just remembering something, just mental rehearsal, uh, yeah, try it. Try it and let me know if it works for you because it worked like that for me and it's going to be something I use for the rest of my life now. Okay, I took a sip of water because this next tip is big. It's so big. (laughs) So have you ever used like a meditation app or do you meditate? For me personally, I actually don't really meditate that often. I like to do breath work. Um, I like to journal. I like like to just sit and breathe. Meditation kind of was really hard for me. Um, But I was introduced to um, Mimi Bouchard, who is a life coach, or um, she's like really in the minds. I'm not sure if she's actually a coach. I think she's a meditation teacher. And yeah, I was just introduced to her social media, I think through Yes Supply, which is my coaching certification. So I just found her. I'm sure a lot of you follow her. Um, But anyways, Mimi, Mimi Bouchard is the founder of this app called Superhuman, Superhuman app. And oh my goodness, I found the app when I was in Miami. And basically what it is, is it's like moving meditations. So she has some sitting meditations and like some like laying with your legs up meditations. But a lot of the meditations are meant to be done in movement. So while you're cleaning or while you're walking or um, journaling, like it's really cool. It's a really cool concept. And, and honestly, I just really like it because Mimi is so relatable in, in her story and 
Um, I, I just found, followed her a few weeks ago. So there's, there's obviously, she probably has a whole story that I don't even know. Um, but it's just, it's kind of fun because she's just a young girl, kind of like my similar age group. And, and yeah, I just feel like I really relate to her and her energy is just beautiful. And she's the one recording the, um, meditations and they're beautiful. They are, they are kind of more like motivation based. Like they're definitely like spiritual, but I don't, I don't think they're like spiritual based, but they're very motivating. Um, and really just have the energy of possibility. Great, great energy in all of those meditations. I've done so many of them. I like to do one like every day. Um, even if I'm driving, I don't think there's one specifically for driving, but obviously you can listen to them whenever you want. So I listened to one while I was driving the other day and it was a journaling meditation. And it was so beautiful. Like they have like a sound, um, like the, the sounds on them. Like there's like a sound, like an audio, like engineer or something. And, and the music is just really beautiful. It's just really great energy. So if you want to get into meditation, um, or you just kind of want a new meditation app or, or anything, please, I cannot recommend the superhuman app enough. I think it's like $39 a month, but I think you get two weeks free to try it. And literally after you do one meditation, you're going to like it will be worth it. Um, yeah, it's worth it. I know that that's like, whoa, like usually apps are like $2.99 or like $7.99, but trust me, it has such a powerful energy. It's potent. It works. Um, actually, the Superhuman app is where um, I learned about mental rehearsal. She was talking about it in one of the meditations the other day. I listened to it on my way to Orange Theory and it just makes me feel so powerful. So yes, yeah, so Superhuman app, incredible. There's probably so many amazing meditation apps, but I can only speak to the ones that I've used and this one has really been really impactful on me and I've only had it for a few weeks. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. Okay, and then the next one is self-hypnosis. So obviously, um, there's a lot There's a lot I can say here. So self-hypnosis is a tool that I've been using. I am certified in hypnosis. Um, and yeah, so if you are kind of interested or curious about hypnosis, you can come to me and I would love to record a hypnosis for you, for you to use. So let me just kind of demystify hypnosis a little bit. I almost wish it was called something else because I feel like hypnosis has, a, to me, it has a little bit of a scary vibe. Like I was a little bit scared about it when I was first learning about it, but I've really demystified like, learning about it really demystified it um, and made it really beautiful. And, and basically all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Um, there's so many different ways to do it. And I'm just certified in just the way that I know um, and the way that I learned about through Yes Supply. But all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So you are totally in control. Some people are more hypnotizable than others. Like I, I know quite a few women who are not able to be hypnotized. Like they just, they can't be hypnotized. Um, so that's really interesting. But if you have seen hypnosis on TV or, or YouTube or anything and like someone is like, let's say like someone came to a school and hypnotized people and like um, like kids will be like running around on stage like acting silly or acting like a chicken or whatever, like that's because they they did choose that. They are in control and I think because it, it's fun, like you kind of lose your inhibitions and you can have fun, like cluck like a chicken and and yeah, so they are choosing to do that. Um, but obviously that's one way to use hypnosis. I have experienced hypnosis working for me in kind of a more practical way. Um, and it, it really works. It's 
actually kind of crazy. <laughs> so I think if you have a big goal you're working towards or if you have a big change you want to make or you have something big coming up, um, I would 100% recommend using hypnosis as a tool to support you. Um, so yeah, so I am I am certified in hypnosis. And I would love to record one for you. So I record them for myself. Um, and wow, they work. Wow, they work. So I recorded one for myself on kind of strength and um, kind of body image and, and just, yeah, really getting strong and healthy and having a really healthy body, mind, spirit, soul, um, and honestly just feeling strong. So I recorded a hypnosis um, for me about that. And you guys, <laughs> like it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, there's different things that I mentioned specifically for me and for my goals in my hypnosis. Um, but basically it like trains your subconscious mind to be able to support you on autopilot. So a lot of our kind of functions throughout the day are autopilot. There are things we're not thinking about. Like I don't think about blinking, right? You don't think about breathing. It just happens. You don't think about like moving your toes and your foot and your leg every time you take a step it just happens like so much of your day is from your subconscious mind um, working on autopilot for you so what hypnosis does is works with your subconscious mind to continue to work on autopilot for you so um, like if you have a goal to run a 10k and you use hypnosis thing like i run 10ks i am someone who transferred 10ks um i successfully finished 10ks blah 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 like i have no problem running like i am yeah just such a good runner i see myself at the finish line blah blah that is going to start to be programmed into your subconscious mind and it's going to start to support you on autopilot and you're just going to be like, you know what, I, I got to go for a run. Like, yeah, I, I go for runs. Like, that's what I do. I finish, like, you're going to start seeing 10Ks coming up and like, it's just, it supports you. So yeah, there's there's definitely other ways to explain it and other ways to experience it, but that's how I experience it and it works. <laughs> okay, moving on. I know we're kind of going through these quickly, but if you have questions, I love, I love if you would reach out and we could talk more about it, but um, yeah, I just really wanted to share so many of my mindset habits and kind of hacks that I've been using lately and current favorites. Um, another one, and this one is free. This one is accessible to everyone. I'm sure you've all done it before. Crying. Crying is one of my favorite things lately. <laughs> Obviously, crying, you know, can be sad. It can be emotional. It can be uncomfortable, especially, yeah, when it's something sad. But two, just... Being able to give myself the space to cry feels so good. And I'm, I'm, it's interesting. I'm typically a, like a crier. Like my whole life, I cry easily. I think I remember when I was younger, I'd cry. Like I remember talking to my girlfriends about it and be like, yeah, like I cry like every day. And they'd be like, yeah, me too. Like kind of just cry every day. Like just cry. <laughs> like not in a bad way, but just like something hits you in the car when you're driving or a song comes on or a commercial or, or something. Just cry often. So that was always kind of something that I related to. But as I got older, I actually started to not cry so much anymore. And I would really hold back and I'd really hold in. And it was a whole kind of, you know, journey for me of really suppressing emotions, suppressing so much emotion, suppressing a lot of anger, um, suppressing a lot of sadness, suppressing a lot of heartbreak, suppressing depression, like just I was suppressing a lot of emotions. So Recently and over the past few years, I've really called up and out a lot of what I've been suppressing to free up uh, my soul 
And it feels so good. And with that comes crying, comes tears, comes tears that have been wanting to come out for a long time. And I just let them. Um, and letting yourself, like, honestly, letting yourself cry. <laughs> like, if you want to cry right now, go ahead and cry. Oh, my gosh. Let, like, let yourself cry. Let yourself sob. Let yourself get it out. However you need to experience releasing emotions allow yourself to do that you don't have to do it in front of anybody you can lock yourself in a closet and just do what you need to do or go have some alone time go in your car or whatever if you feel safe with your family do it with your family like allow yourself to release your emotions and one way to do that is through crying another way to do that is through movement literally if you want to punch a pillow or scream into a pillow or cry into a pillow like allow yourself to release that emotion and cry it feels so good. <laughs> I just want to show, like, I know that my, you know, platform is joy. I talk about joy a lot, but I always just want to remind you that joy is not constant. Joy is a gift that we get to receive and experience, but joy is not constant and neither is crying and neither is, is sadness. It does not have to be constant, but in order to, you know, feel full joy, I definitely cry. I have days where I cry all the time. Yeah, definitely recommend crying <laughs> and give yourself a safe space to let it out. Okay, so the next mindset habit that I have been integrating is identity work. I talk about identity work all the time. It's something I teach in my Roots group coaching program. It's one of my favorite things to coach on. And yeah, identity work supports my goals. Identity work has helped me transform in so many ways. So basically what I mean by identity is how I view myself, what I believe about myself, how I treat myself, what I believe about my future, what I believe about my past, who I believe that I am, who I think that I am, why I think I am that way, why I think I'm here. Like there's a whole spiritual practice with identity work, but identity work. Um, and basically how it works for me is okay so have, you've probably heard that phrase like fake it till you make it um and I was just talking to I think it was podcast episode number 62 with Reese from Yes Supply the founder of Yes Supply I was talking to her and I was asking like if she ever experiences that like faking it till you make it and she was explaining she more so views that as allowing yourself to be that person um so I I loved that advice and I wanted to share it again here that in this identity work so let's say you have a goal I'll just go with this one again, a goal to run a 10K. What is the identity of someone who runs 10Ks? What are their daily habits? What are their routines? How do they treat themselves? How do they um, look in the mirror? What do they say to themselves when they look in the mirror? How are they feeding themselves? How are they, um, yeah, taking care of their body because it runs, like, so much? And how are they, like, optimizing their strength? What is the identity of someone who runs 10Ks and is successful at them and enjoys them and, and gets joy out of that stuff. Oh my gosh, there's two baby deer outside my window. That's so sweet. They're eating grass. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. So yeah, so with identity work, it's really looking at who is the identity of this person. Oh my God, there's another deer. Who is this? What is the identity of this person? So in the identity work that I've done, I'm now, so there's a, there's a, you know, there's, kind of some back-end work that needs to happen there. There's some deep work, deep work that needs to happen there that can be done in journaling or it can be done in your routines or your mindset rituals and routines. So doing that first to kind of be clear on that identity and the identity you want to embody to become the person you want to be. And then the next step is allowing yourself to actually be 
that person, to be in that energy, to live in that environment, to experience how they would experience these things, how that dream identity would experience something. So there's, yeah, a lot of work to be done in in kind of that um, circle. But yeah, identity work is huge. And then allowing yourself to be that identity and be in the energy of that identity. Um, Yeah, so if you ever wonder like, how did you do that? Anything that I ever do, identity work. Anything cool I ever do, it's identity work. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And then my final tip is manifesting in vision boards. They work. I just had a phone call this morning with a brand that I'm collaborating with on a YouTube uh, video coming up. And it was so funny because we got to talking and the girl I was talking to was like, I actually love mindset stuff. And like, she's really into manifesting and blah, blah, blah. We really connected on it. And we were talking about vision boards and she was telling me all these things that she's manifested from her vision boards. And I just have to say they work. So I do have a vision board masterclass that I have available. I need to still figure out where to host it. I tried hosting it on YouTube and it wasn't working. So thank you guys for bringing that to my attention. But I have a free vision board masterclass that's coming Um, so stay tuned for that. And then I'm also working on a vision board course because they work so well for me. They have brought so much into my life. I love vision boards. They're so fun. I think I'm really good at making them. Um, and I love guiding women through making them for themselves as well. So yes, this was kind of a long episode. I hope you're not sick of my voice, but I, yeah, I just hope that you heard something that you connect to in today's episode. So thank you so much for listening to this episode um, all about rewiring rewiring your mindset and mindset habits that I have and my current favorites. I hope that you took some inspiration from this or learned something new. And yeah, I'm just going to end this here, but let me know. Reach out to me, please. Leave me a rating or review or reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on this podcast. I'd love to hear kind of your feedback. Alrighty, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.